Welcome to Bravo Maestra. I'm Kalisa, and I'm talking about the Real Housewives of Miami. So this episode opens up with Alexia and Frankie writing a letter to St. Guadalupe. Alexia is sitting down writing what Frankie tells her, and Frankie thanks her for saving his life. And then he says, money. And Alexia's like, mm, I don't think you should ask her for money. And so he's like, for health. And it was just very cute and sweet. I love that moment. Then we see Gertie with Russell, and we find out that Gertie is going to be going on the trip. And then we go over to Anthony and Nicole, and they're looking at Stone for the house that they're working on. And again, I really love them. I absolutely love this couple. Anthony asks her if she's excited about the trip, and she says she's a little anxious because she has to fly by herself. And he's like, oh, that's right, because you're working. And Nicole tells us that all the ladies will be flying in the morning, but she has to work so she won't get to Mexico City until like 10 p.m. And Anthony says the plane, their plane, because in case you forgot, they have a plane and he can fly that plane. (laughs) He says the plane is in service. So you're flying commercial, kid. And I just again, I love them. I love their life. I'm very jealous. Then we see the ladies flying together and Julia tells us that she's so excited to be going to Mexico and that it's the week of her and Kiki's birthdays and that she's never been to Mexico. And I found that very surprising. Did you guys find that surprising? Maybe it's just me, but for some reason, I just feel like Julia has traveled the entire globe. And then on top of it, Mexico is like right there. So that was just shocking to me. But anyways, They land and, um, you know, they show us like the drone footage of Mexico and I've never been to Mexico City. I've only heard good things and it looks so beautiful. And they all get into the van and Lisa has to go all the way to the back because she has um, a call with her lawyer. And Adriana asks, does anybody know where Nicole is? And they explain like why Nicole isn't there. And I laughed out loud like. She's asking after they've all already arrived in Mexico City. Like, okay. Then Marisol asks Gertie about the results of her second surgery. And Gertie tells them that they did clear her margins and there's no more cancerous cells, which is awesome, but that she still does have to get chemo because of that test. I can't remember what the test was, but she told us, I think it was last episode, um, that test that like she scored a little bit too high. Um, and so she does have to get chemo still. And so, um, just because of all the things that she's been through, like surgery and then it not being the margins, not clearing, and then a second surgery and it clearing, but like, you still have to get chemo that it's just been a lot. It's been very stressful for her. Um, and then they arrive at the hotel and, Normally, I wouldn't notice something like this, but after watching the Beverly Hills women in that super old, amazing, but the super old villa in Spain, I was like, wow, this hotel seems so modern. (laughs) And Gertie tells us that she's so excited to live it up in Mexico. Her doctor told her that she is allowed to drink and have fun because she has time still before she has to start chemo. And they're just having drinks and food out on the rooftop, like overlooking the city. And it looked so 
nice. Again, it is the dead of winter right now. And who doesn't love a nice sunny rooftop with drinks and food and like just being with your friends? Maybe it's just me, but I absolutely loved it. And I was very jealous. Again, (laughs) I'm always jealous when it comes to Miami. This is my favorite city. Um, Like I've said before, if I could be a part of a city, if they could just drop me onto the cast and, and live their lives, it would definitely be Miami. Um, the ladies talk about what they'll be doing on the trip and they're going to do a gondola ride. They're going to go to the cathedral of Guadalupe. There's pride. And Alexia is like, I have a special surprise. And Adriana stands up and is like, I'll be singing. And Alexia says, and she's going to be singing my favorite song, Faya. And I just thought like, wow, that is so huge that Alexia is being excited for Adriana. Like after all those two have gone through like being at each other constantly and like, I mean, it got really dark at the end of last season um, with the the comment Adriana made about Frankie and like um, it was really dark still at the reunion and all of that. And I'm sure it won't last long, but it was nice to see. <laughs> and then Larsa tells them that she wants them to try her tequila and Marisol says that she brought her mixers and so they can use that. And then... Larsa says to Alexia, last year you said that every time Larsa invites me to something, it's for deals. And Alexia's like, uh, yeah, it kind of is. And I was the only one who had the balls to say it. And Larsa said, well, it hurt my feelings. And like, I don't have a Todd. When people see me like with my ex, they think it's all from him. And (laughs) this fight goes on and on, but I'm just going to, before I continue, like, Wasn't this so ridiculous? (laughs) I mean, both these women are ridiculous. I absolutely love both of them. Like, again, this cast is perfect. Nobody can leave. I don't even think they need anybody new. Like, this cast is perfection. But these ladies are so ridiculous. Like, they both do, in my opinion, have, like, parts of what they're saying I understand. Like, I do think that wasn't very nice of Alexia to say, like, oh, every time it's, like, for deals. Like, okay, they are on a show. Everybody is promoting something. Um, Larsa just happens to have a lot of, like, random businesses, you know? Um, But then to say, like, I don't have a Todd and everybody thinks it's from my ex, like, okay, isn't a lot of it from your ex, first of all? Like, what's wrong with just owning that, first of all? Second of all, if people are saying that, who cares? Like, you have money. Like, you do work. I mean, I do think she does a lot of work. Like, I'm not saying she's, like, the hardest worker in the world. But, like, she does have a lot of businesses and stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm more just, like, I don't really care what people say. Own it. And you do have a lot of money. So, like, who cares what people think? And then with Alexia, like – she just says, like, you don't know what Todd provides for me, so that was rude and disrespectful. And Lars is like, no, it's not. He pays for the condo. And Alexia's like, it's our condo. And again, I'm going to continue because this goes on and on. But, like, for Alexia, I can understand being like, whoa, like, why are you even bringing my husband into this? Because, like I've said before, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a husband that pays for everything or a boyfriend that pays for any everything. But – I also think like just own it. Like why? But I mean, Alexia also does make money from the show. She does have um 
what is it called? Alexia and Frankie's the nail salon. Like she does have her own money. So I don't know. It's just so ridiculous for these two very wealthy, successful women to try to be like, I work so hard. Like my life is so hard. Like, how dare you? Like, can we just own that you guys have a ton of money and that you both have gotten money from your husbands, ex-husbands, whatever? Like, there is nothing wrong with that. Let's just stop. Is that just me? I don't know. They're just so ridiculous to me, but I loved it. So anyways, yeah, Lars is like, no, it's not. He pays for the condo. And Alexia says, it's our condo. And Larsa says, I pay for my condo, two homes. And Alexia says, good for you, but you don't have to take away from me, which is true. Like, cool. That's your situation. Don't take away from mine. And then they show Kiki in her confessional and she has her vibrator and she's like fake crying, like wiping away her tears with a vibrator. And she's like, I don't have a Todd or a Scotty. I just have this. And this doesn't come with money. I had to pay for this. And I thought that part was kind of funny. But then Kiki's kind of, I do love Kiki. I think she's funny. But like she was very over the top this episode. I mean, she kind of is over the top a lot with like the sex talk, but I felt like this episode, I was like, okay, let's rein it in lady. Come on. But anyways, Alexia is like, okay, but you relied on Scotty for 23 years. So which, yep, that's true too. And again, nothing wrong with it. That's my point. Like just own these things. There is nothing wrong with being married to a very successful, wealthy person. And I mean, maybe, I don't know, not to me. And like, I think to try to deny it and take away from that just makes you look ridiculous. So anyways, Larsa stands up and yells, I have two homes. I have four kids. So double like saying to Alexia, like, I guess that Alexia has one home and two kids and Larsa has two homes and four kids. She literally said, so double. Like, have you ever heard of a more immature, ridiculous thing to say to somebody? Like, oh my gosh, I, I've said it before. I don't know how Larsa functions in life. She is so funny. Anyways, um, Larsa says, all I was saying was support me, which I know that was what, like, her original thought was, but that isn't all she was saying. If she had just said, please support me, that would have been fine, but she had to take it too far. <laughs> Alexia brings up how they all work and says, how do you even know what Todd does for me? And then they're inside and Lisa is standing with Larsa and Kiki and, and Lisa says, all Larsa said was, you have a Todd. She has a Todd. I have a Jody. And Larsa says, but Jody doesn't pay your rent. And Lisa says, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I love that. I love that Lisa's like, yeah, like I'm totally fine having a guy pay for stuff. And that again, that is fine if that is your choice. And like a guy is fine paying for everything. Like what is the problem? So at least Lisa owns it, which I respect. Kiki then says Larsa to us, not to Larsa's face, but she tells us Larsa has some nerve not supporting her, um, not supporting Kiki's after party, but she wants full support for all of her stuff. And like, are we going to actually find out more about Kiki's after party? Like, it is the main problem that like the only people that showed up was Julia, Adriana, Kiki, and because they are not even housewives. They are just friends of 
like it wasn't filmed. And so Kiki's like upset about that, which I can understand that. Like I would be pissed too. Like, okay, so thanks guys. Like this doesn't even count. Um, For the show, like obviously these women count in life, but for the show, for things to be filmed, like there have to be other housewives, I guess. And so like that is really shitty for them to just be like, mm, yeah, we're not going. Like that really isn't nice. I I feel like we should hear more, and I'm sure we will because they keep Kiki keeps bringing it up. But like, I want to know why everybody didn't go, right? Anyways, we'll see. Larsa tells Alexia when she says, "You have a Todd," she means that Todd is a blessing. And I again, I do believe that Larsa means it that way. But coming from Larsa, who has a very charmed life as well it sounds ridiculous and alexia says like no like the way you're saying you make it you make it sound negative which i can see where she's coming from too and larsa just starts yelling like i didn't say that listen to what i'm saying you're so combative and alexia says so are you which is true they both are pretty combative people and the ladies think so too they're all like yeah i wouldn't want to put them in a ring like neither one of them would ever give up and all that and the whole time that the ladies are fighting marisol's like sitting down fanning herself and then laying down saying she doesn't feel well and then she like goes into her room and is like i'm just gonna go lay down and alexia tells larsa like i'm tired of you guys always bringing my husband into everything and larsa's like hold on whenever i bring up todd it's a compliment and seriously you guys like what is going on with todd and alexia i've said that before too i love alexia and todd or i did and they were together for years before the show got rebooted like this isn't a relationship that just started you know when the show restarted they were together for a while and so i'm like what is going on what is happening like i don't think it's just editing i i want to know what's happening it makes me sad because i really love their relationship but I feel like something is going on for alexia to just say that like you're always bringing up my husband it seems like she is deflect is deflecting the right word i'm not sure there's definitely something there though but anyways um adriana takes julia and kiki with her to her rehearsal for her pride performance and then gertie and alexia are in the lobby of the hotel and then larsa joins them and gives um Alexia hug and Alexia and Larsa just crack me up. It goes between their confessionals. So Larsa says, I don't need an apology from Alexia because I'm never going to get one anyway. And Alexia says, Larsa's not going to apologize and I don't have to apologize. And Larsa says, you'll never win a fight with Alexia. You'll just give yourself a migraine for no reason. And Alexia says, I'm just willing to move on. Like, these women were fighting like in each other's faces, like moving around the hotel room, moving around the rooftop, like screaming, yelling about ridiculousness. And now they just show up and are like, hey, girl. All right, let's go. <laughs> so then Lisa joins them and they are going to a panaderia, a bakery to get birthday cakes for the birthday girls. And then back at Adriana's rehearsal, I 
was getting stressed out. Like, why would they make the choreography and the performance so complicated if there was only one rehearsal? Were you guys stressed out? I was getting so anxious about it. Ugh. So then the ladies are in the bakery and they're deciding on which cakes they want and they're ordering them. And one thing I do, one of the things I love about Housewives of Miami is when they switch between Spanish and English. It reminds me of visiting my family in Puerto Rico and everyone just switching between Spanish and English like constantly. I love it. But anyways, Lisa and Larsa go outside and they're taking selfies. And Larsa says that she and Marcus share a passcode. And Lisa's like, that's too soon. I didn't get Lenny's passcode until after he cheated on me. And I was like, wait, how does that work out? Did you guys notice that? Is that weird to you? Like, you didn't have his passcode, but then he cheats on you and then you get his passcode? Like, for what? And did he give it to you? Like, I cheat because we know Lenny, like, once the cheating came out, he went full villain. Like, so was he just like, here, have my passcode, see how long it was going on? Or, you know what I mean? I don't know. I thought that was weird, but whatever. I shouldn't try to understand their relationship. But Larsa asks Lisa, do you go through Jody's phone? And Lisa's like, no, there needs to be trust. And Larsa's like, yeah, but it's not really about trust. It's about transparency. And I don't know. I don't like this kind of stuff. Like maybe it's just the the times we live in. I sound so old. But like maybe it's the, the modern times with technology and stuff. But I just hate that like passcodes and going through each other's phones and this, that, and the other. Like, it's just so gross. But anyways, they are walking, I think they're like around a park or something. And they ask Lisa about how her call with her lawyer went. And she says that he is on her being like, Lisa, just sign the effing deal. And she's like, I will when I have Lenny where I want him. I've gotten him to go up a little bit and I'll get him to go up some more. And she tells us that Lenny has promised her so many things like time and time again. And then he'll like talk to his lawyer and then be like, oh, I never said that. And so her advice to everyone is to always get everything put in writing. And she says that Lenny's talking about buying this lot and like tearing down the house that's on the lot and then building a house for her on it. And they're all like, yeah, don't trust him. And they tell Lisa to hold out for what she wants because ultimately she has more to lose than he does. Then they go back to the hotel to get ready for the night. And Kiki is so funny. She, she she goes to Gertie's room and Gertie's like, oh, how did Adriana's rehearsal go? And Kiki's like, oh, she did great, but I'm kind of afraid for her. <laughs> and Gertie's like, wait, what? Why? What happened? And Kiki says, um, well, if she practices, she could be fine. If not, it could be a disaster. And like, she's not wrong, but it was just so dramatic and funny and like matter of fact, it was hilarious. Then I didn't like this part. Kiki tells Gertie that Julia mentioned an interview Larsa did saying that Gertie had fake tears and Gertie flips out, which again, I just didn't like this. And I know it's part of the show. Like we all know that producers showed Julia the interview and are like, hey, bring it up to Kiki. And then like, hey, Kiki, are you going to tell Gertie about it? Like, 
I mean, at this point, we all know that's like how these things go, but I'm just like, can we, like, doesn't Gertie have bigger things to be worried about? And like, not to be rude, but it's Larsa. Like, do we really expect that much from Larsa? I don't know. And that, and just Gertie flipping out about it. I just wish Gertie would be like, whatever lady, like who cares? But she was like, was it now or months ago? Because if it was now when I just had a lovely stroll with her, I'm not going to be happy. So then they meet downstairs and Marisol has her line of cockies. And did you guys notice how cute Marisol looked? I thought she looked so pretty here. Her hair looked so like soft and blonde and wavy. And then she had this baby blue outfit on like a short outfit. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she looks so cute. Then Gertie and Kiki come down and then Larsa and Gertie tells us like, Larsa is the last person I want to see right now. And I'm really not liking this. And oh, wait, Gertie didn't say I'm really not liking this. I wrote, I'm really not liking this. <laughs> and again, I just wish Gertie would be like, hey, girl, we've been fine and I want us to be good. But this was brought to my attention. Is this true? Or like, when did this happen? Instead of dragging it out. But again, it's a show. I get it. I know. Kiki does call out Larsa for not coming to her after party. And Larsa reminds her like, hey, I was on antibiotics and not feeling well. And I'm always the first one to encourage and like suggest businesses and be there. I just really didn't feel well. And like, maybe I'm just a sucker, but I did believe her. <laughs> and then on the bus, they're after having drinks, they all get on the bus to go to dinner, cocktail hour, whatever it is. And Lisa says her kink is being a little jealous. Ew. That's not healthy. First of all, everybody, that is not healthy. Second of all, in her position, in her situation, no. And she does clarify saying, someone flirting with my man is a little hot, but having actual sexual relations with my man is taking it too far. And it's not the type of jealousy I like. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, ew. Then Julia says to Larsa, Ooh, are you jealous? I'm super jealous. What did you do to Marcus when he grabbed the ass of that girl? And I'm like, what the hell? And I guess there was a scandal where Marcus touched some other girl and Larsa is saying, oh, well, we weren't even really together at the time. So it's not even anything. It's not a big deal at all. And the others are like, hmm, that timeline isn't adding up. So I'm sure we'll get more on that later. Then they arrive at an art gallery where they're going to be having dinner. And there's a bunch of shirtless guys with six packs and rabbit masks on. And Alexia tells them this is only for cocktail hour. It's part of a story. And Alexia did crack me up in her, in her interview. She was imitating the, I probably won't even be able to sound like her, but she was imitating the women being like, the girls are pretending they don't like any of this so far. They're walking in like, Ooh, naked men. Ooh, like holier than thou. I don't know the way she said it. And she like was putting her hand to like her chest. It was so funny, but the shirtless rabbit mask guys lead them through a curtain and there's an art exhibition and the artist Ricardo is in there and he is so cute and smiley and he explains his art in Spanish and then Alexia translates and the ladies don't even care. They just want food. Um, 
and the shirtless rabbits bring out food. And Larsa suggests they play truth or dare. So Gertie asks Larsa, truth or dare? And Larsa says, truth. So Gertie says, oh, good. Is it true you brought up fake tears on a podcast? And Larsa says, yeah, I said I didn't know why she would say I was fake. And Gertie's like, physically, I could say you're the fakest of us all. And Larsa says, you're fake physically too. And Alexia says, tells us, like, we're being so disrespectful toward the artist. And it really is so awkward. Like, the artist is over there painting another piece while they're all yelling. And Gertie says, how could this happen just a few days ago? And Larsa says, because I'm promoting my business. And Gertie's like, so that's what it's all about. You could have just said, Gertie's going through a lot. I'm not going to talk about that. And Marisol tells us she loves Larsa, but even if she's wrong, she's like, I'm not going to lose this and she'll fight until she wins, which I was like, that's true. And that's pretty big of Marisol to say about her friend. And Gertie says, Larsa can't take accountability for anything. And a producer asks Marisol, would you be fighting with a woman who has cancer and is about to get chemo? And Marisol sighs like, oh gosh, like my, what's my friend gotten me into? And she says, no, no. Gertie tells Larsa, you just want to be right. And that's the problem. And I don't appreciate that. You weren't a friend to me on the podcast, which is true. Like, I do feel like we need to just let all this stuff go, but it is very true and it is really irritating. Um, or that would be really irritating to be in Gertie's position. And Larsa tells us, I'm tired of being everyone's punching bag. I've been dodging bullets all day. I'm just done. <laughs> Gosh, Larsa. Gertie's like, can't you just say, Gertie, I'm sorry? And Larsa really cannot. She just says, okay, Gertie, just stop, stop. And then the poor artist just starts playing the piano over them. And like literally he stops painting and walks over to the piano and just starts playing as these women are yelling like feet away, like five, maybe 10 feet away. Oh my gosh. So then Gertie yells over the piano, petty little thing, that's you. And then the bunny guys come in dancing and Larsa yells, you shouldn't have called me fake in the first place. And Gertie says, always holding on to shit. That's you. And that's why you pop off crazy style out of nowhere, which I thought was a really good point. And this scene was just so chaotic, like between the art installation itself, then the women arguing and yelling, the piano being played, the half naked men dancing around the room. Like it was a lot. And then the women all like clap and thank the artists as if nothing happened. Oh my gosh, you guys, what did you think? Please let me know on Instagram at Bravo Maestra, at Bravo M-A-E-S-T-R-A. And you can follow, rate, and review the podcast. Thank you so much for listening.